Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. Spoiler alert. Ronnie Washburn is now officially single and ready to mingle. Want to know why? Well, you're about to find out now. Okay, confession time. So you might be asking yourself, what happened this week? Why didn't we get a new episode this last Wednesday of my Gay Expose podcast? And I've got a very good answer for you. And it just so happens to be the very theme of this specific episode this week. So you might have noticed that not only did I not publish, but I've been just a little quiet on social media as well. Well, there's a very strategic reason for that. And aside from me and my graphic designer actually having a huge falling out and potentially going into a legal battle over my website itself, which I don't even care about that in comparison to what actually happened to me this last week. After two and a half years of sheer bliss with my current boyfriend, we officially ended things. That's right. You didn't hear me wrong. I broke up with my current boyfriend, which is not so current anymore. So you might be asking yourself, what the fuck happened? You talk about this guy all the time on this show. Well, that's exactly what we will talk about this week. And by the way, how do you cope with a breakup? So sit back, relax, put on that condom or pop your prep pill. And let's get into all the juicy details as to why after two and a half years, my boyfriend and I decided to call it quits. You are now listening to My Gay Expose podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, and podcast host who's based out of San Francisco, California. guys, Ronnie Washburn here, and welcome back to My Gay Expose podcast. And 
I want to officially apologize to you, the listeners, for the delay on the episode this week. But I have to say, I just needed a little time to myself coping with the entire notion that I broke up with my boyfriend this week. And on this week's episode, we'll go into all the reasons why my ex-boyfriend, God, that sounds so weird to say out loud. (laughs) And I decided to call it quits. How we met, how long we've been together, what our relationship was like, etc. And on this week's Your Gay Exposé segment, we'll ask the question, how do you cope with a breakup? So I just want to encourage each and every one of you that if you go through a breakup, you have to just go through shit with your head held high and your eyes on the prize to what you can potentially explore about your life moving forward and all the things that you can learn from this current experience. But first, before we actually go onto Spotify and look up breakup with your boyfriend playlists, first, let's hop into this week's re-expose. Welcome to this week's re-expose a segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over, or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, oh, God, what the fuck was I even trying to say there? Oh, God, it sounded right in my head. Didn't come out right. Ugh, that definitely merits a re-expose. And I briefly mentioned this early on in this week's episode, but I want to make something or give you an update, I guess, on something I mentioned last week. If you remember last week, I mentioned that I put RonnieWashburn.com on a temporary lockdown to work with my graphic designer to do a revamp, rebrand, and reconfigure the entire dynamic of the website, but, and we were working on it for a while, but that was at the time of that recording. And now, as we sit here, right here, right now, putting the icing on the top of the cake for my week with a breakup, I actually had a very large, gigantic, and very aggressive falling out with my graphic designer and to a place where it kind of got like possibly legal. He stripped his designs. I have to start over from scratch. And you know what? It's fine. I- I'm not happy about it. it I- he was a friend and it kind of sucks to lose a friend first and foremost. However, it was pretty much all him. And this is his way of trying to get back at me. And I just want to tell everyone out there, don't ever go into business with a friend. Ever, ever, ever. I'm going to say it again. Don't go into business with a friend, especially if you're not paying for your shit. (laughs) Originally, he had just given me the designs for both of my websites in exchange for just showcasing them on his portfolio. And that was 
as simple as that. And I was all in because who wouldn't want that for free? Am I wrong? But now I'm learning the hard lessons that come along with not paying for your work. So I'll say it one more time. Don't go into business with a friend. (laughs) And it's okay, guys. Listen, I'm glad to be out of that toxic environment, truth be told. And I'm moving forward and I found someone already going to interview them. And I think we're going to make good progress on revamping RonnieWashburn.com. And I'm so excited to make a fresh start with the website. So stay tuned for all of that information coming soon. Oh, you guys. Okay, listen. So last week's episode, I have to say it. I'm just like, I got so bombarded with all these different fucking questions, comments, and concerns from you, the listeners, asking why I'm a fucking drug addict. (laughs) Did you listen to the episode? I stated very clearly that I am not into drugs. I can't do them. I no longer do them. And any depiction that I said about me doing drugs are all from my past. And isn't that what the whole entire dynamic and premise of this show is? Is to expose all the things that we've done from our past and what we've learned from them moving forward. And if you listened into the fucking end of the episode, I told you. I'm not into drugs, just not into the drugs. So let me just make that very fucking crystal clear and please stop. See, I think this is why I never touched on drugs in past episodes. (laughs) Oh, God, so fucking beyond annoying, you guys. (laughs) But no, not a drug addict. If there's anything that I'm addicted to in this world, it's dick. And you might have noticed a different look that you're looking at right now on your phone. And it's not a new look. It's actually the old and revamped look of my gay expose podcast, the original art that I used for the show. And this has everything to do with what happened with my graphic designer. (laughs) And running your mouth with Ronnie got a little facelift for the look as well. So take a look at both before you do anything else. (laughs) Also on that note, Make sure that you stay tuned for Running Your Mouth with Ronnie coming your way on Tuesday, 2-22-22, a show in which I take the time to make sure that any one specific individual is even capable of running their mouth right alongside me. And once again, you guys, the guest list is so fucking exciting. What did that guy say, that guy that was like bashing me say, shameless plug? That's my shameless plug of the week. (laughs) So before we watch Titanic, because it just dropped on Netflix, and see how in love those two were in that movie and get so angry that someone can have that kind of love when you just experienced a devastating breakup. First, let's hop into this week's Hot Gay Goss Expose. Welcome to this week's Hot Gay Goss Expose, where we try and find topics of conversation, the one might find relevant and or pertinent 
to today's gay society. Or just shit that I want to talk about because it's my show. Ugh. Everybody won't stop talking about Adele. So she's supposedly predicted to break all sorts of records with this new album. And you guys, I'm not into it. I'm not feeling it. I just don't like the first single. And hopefully there's just a little bit better shit in the rest of the album because I was not impressed. And I just don't understand why we live in a world where we continuously give Adele a pass just because she's Adele. Which, does, does anybody else like that fucking song or the video? I just have to know. Let me know, please, by all means. Ugh, I just, I can't get into it. I'm not feeling it. It's just over for me. So I would really appreciate it if I could go on any one of the social media formats and not have to deal with constant Adele in my face. Over it. And speaking of social media, <laughs> uh, God, if you're anything like me, and you probably are, you follow almost all of the really big, like, gay meme accounts on Instagram. So I guess on Thursday and Friday, they're doing, Instagram did like what they're calling a gay meme account purge. Have you heard of this? This, this shit's fucking crazy. So basically... Let me see if I can pull it up here. I mean, there's a couple of main, like, really huge accounts. Like, supposedly what it is is, like, anyone who's over 50K or something to that effect just got notice that their accounts are being permanently suspended. And there's really no clear reason why. So all of these people who supposedly are making money off these accounts, for some reason, they're, like, lashing out and calling out Facebook and Instagram and just they're so pissed and it is fucking everywhere. I've legitimately seen a story on every other person I follow's account that says reminder that there's been a purge in gay meme accounts. So if you happen to have lost any of these, these are where you can now find them. So I guess supposedly they like made or had accounts on backup just in case something like this was to occur. And there's one that I had followed for a long time called Fitness Gaze that was pretty well known. I think the guy said he had like 337k followers or something like that before it got deleted. But supposedly only the ones that have huge followings are the ones that are being deleted, stating that they are violating Instagram's terms of service. It has something to do with like using other people's content, trading it, using getting money I don't even fully understand it to be honest with you but if you're curious as to where all of these went suddenly that's what happened so talks tops talk shop now has tops talk shop 2.0 so you can follow them there <laughs> it's that gay shit now has gays whom mean well um fitness gays now is fitness gays with two z's and there's just a plethora of all these other ones that are just, I mean, this memes just, the story is just floating around all over Instagram world. It's kind of crazy. Like shit's really getting real with whatever the fuck's going on with this whole Facebook, Instagram. And we're just going to have to see how all this shit plays itself out. Funny side note, I love how gay memes are personally attacked on the format 
but yet I still see like naked men, naked asses, naked women all over the place on Instagram on a regular basis with no, <laughs> not like it's nothing. Oh, Instagram, what's next? So flying in the U.S. is about to get just a little bit more crazy. So, and I didn't even know this either, but I guess even if you have proof of vaccination or show proof of vaccination for a flight, you still have to actually get a negative COVID test of up to three days before the date that you're departing, which I didn't even know this. But the travel ban that was in place before COVID or because of COVID is now being lifted and they're just getting a little bit more strict on some of these rules. So if you are not currently vaccinated and consider yourself an American citizen or resident or whatever, you have to have a COVID test of, wait for it, the day before your departure or arrival. That's right, folks. Shit just got real for all the anti-vaxxers because it's just going to be a little bit harder to (laughs) fly now. And I can't wait to see how all of these stupid anti-vaxxers start bitching and protesting against this rule. But this is going into effect in the coming week. So let's sit back and see how all of this shit plays itself out. And Facebook continues to be under hot water and under a very firm microscope and all kinds of ridicule. And they're just, they're just not catching a break after all that shit that went down with the sudden pause in Facebook and Instagram. Supposedly, Apple's now saying that they're potentially taking Facebook and Instagram off of the Apple store. And I just have to say, that's pretty fucking serious. I I mean, I don't really know what the fuck's actually going on here, because truth be told, I'm really not that interested in anything (laughs) Facebook-related anymore. But, like, they're just not catching a fucking break. And now rumors are surfacing that they're supposedly changing their name. Nobody really knows what it is yet. There's rumors flying back and forth. And do we all think that this is a, like, smart move for Facebook to do, especially after they're under fire for all this shit? It's, it, this is just getting a little too out of control. And I really just wish that we would stop obsessing over all of these stupid <laughs> Facebook-related accusations for fuck's sake so the kardashians still won't tell us anything about their new show that supposedly will be premiering early 2022 according to a hint dropped from chloe herself on the ellen show but like they still won't tell us what it is they just give us all these subtle implications of what to expect what not to expect supposedly the new rumor is that they're going to be a little bit more focused on the actual company's that the girls run versus like some of the family banter that we've grown to love over the course of the last 20 plus years from keeping up with the Kardashians. But there's also another rumor that's saying that the show's going to pretty much be exactly the same thing as keeping up with the Kardashians. So it's like, why? I, I just, I don't know. I don't get it. Well, so hopefully this won't be just another mundane continuous thing that we've been watching for the last 20 fucking years and give us something new a new perspective perhaps i don't have high hopes in all the promises that any one of the girls tries to drop about the show without any details 
And everybody's going nuts because they just think that they're going to focus so much on Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian's relationship because that's another fucking story that we just can't like go anywhere without having that shit shoved down our throats. Side note, I do think that they're a cute couple and good luck to them in their future. <laughs> but do we really want another fucking keeping up with the Kardashian style show? What do you guys think? So before we get my gay expose on this week's topic of conversation that just so happens to have a breakup with your boyfriend themed undertone. First, let's get your gay expose. And I just have to know. And so therefore, the question was asked to a few of my friends as well as you, the listeners. What do you do or how do you cope with a breakup? And I'm so curious to see how each individual deals with such a crazy and life-adjusting situation. So let's get those responses now. says, what else is there to do besides self-medicate with alcohol? (laughs) Yep, this is pretty much what I almost always do each and every breakup. Lisa says, online dating apps, horror films, losing weight, a good cry. Is that for your podcast or for you? (laughs) Just as a disclaimer, I have not revealed to not one friend just yet, that I have broken things off with my then-boyfriend. So this is actually, I'm waiting for this episode to debut before I reveal it to anyone. Surprise! (laughs) Kelsey said, I avoid any romantic movie at all costs for at least two to three months after any breakup. Colin says, I lock myself away in my room for multiple days at a time and don't shower, don't come out, don't eat, nothing. And then after that, things are just better. That's my breakup coping mechanism. Andre says, I almost always immediately download some sort of dating app. (laughs) That sounds very healthy. Hamish says, I don't know. I'm still trying to process me flaking on you. (laughs) Uh, Long story, not going to go into it, but let's just say he and I potentially were involved in our past. And the reasons why we didn't end up with each other are pretty much what he's saying right now. Peter says, I like to distract myself from a breakup by putting the television on, but then if I watch a movie... And then I try to rewatch it again like months later. All I think about is how I felt in that first moment when I first watched the movie during that breakup. And then the movie's never the same again. Jeremy said, it really just depends on how long 
you've been dating the other individual. I mean, if it's just a couple of weeks or something like that, the morning period is very brief. But if it's a couple year long relationship, for example, it's pretty fucking devastation town for sure. Matthew says, oh, Ronnie, I need to be in any sort of a relationship before I can deal with any sort of breakup. Leslie says, I usually spend like four or five days crying and then suddenly, just like that, I'm all over it. Jeremy says, I cope differently depending on whether or not I broke up with them or they broke up with me. Usually when I break up with them, I'm fine like the next day. But if they broke up with me, I'm pretty much a wreck for a good couple of months. Kevin says, whenever I break up with anyone, I have zero desire to eat, like for days on end. And then I shrink down super skinny. And then all of a sudden, I have my revenge body back. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just laughing because I know this bitch well enough to know that this is actually kind of a joke. But I mean, if you do this when you break up, I'm not laughing at this. I Okay, I'll just stop now. Jen says, The more random sex that I have with any individual as often as I can is well enough to keep my mind off the devastation of a breakup. Call me a slut. I don't care. Ben says, A good pounding. Micah says, Cake. Dorinda says, um, I have a baby, LOL. <laughs> this is like my best friend. So she basically, her baby is from her ex, baby daddy. So she had the baby and they were not together. If that tells you any sort of inkling as to how to deal with a breakup, I don't know what else will. So just have your ex's baby. <laughs> Anthony said, it's questions like this that remind me why I continue to be single by choice. My good friend who chooses to remain nameless because he insists that he has the only name of its kind in the Castro district of San Francisco says as follows. Booze. <laughs> good answer. Lori says, block, block, block then drown in wine with a side of Zoloft. Porter says, don't you have to be in a relationship in order to experience a breakup? <laughs> this, ironically, is the second time somebody's said this. Oh, God, I don't know how you guys do it. Kennedy says, I generally just watch porn on a constant loop day after day after day until I feel better. Wow. I have to say this is probably the most bizarre answer. Don't you think? Michael number two says, I drown my sorrows in buckets of ice cream. Daniel says, nothing helps me cope with a breakup better than a giant dick deep in my ass. <laughs> Kyle says, Whenever I break up with a boyfriend, usually I'm the one who's breaking up 
with the boyfriend. So I've mentally prepared myself before it happens. And while it's a little sad, I tend to move on just like that. <laughs> yes, this one definitely breaks up with all his boyfriends for sure. I don't think he's ever been dumped since I've known him. Jason said, I function well at work and everything seems to be just fine face value. But when I'm at home, I don't leave my bed for at least two weeks, sometimes more. Paul says, usually with a restraining order. <laughs> Shut up, stupid. Mark said, I immediately re-download Grindr, like the day after. Once again, all of these answers have proven to be one giant clusterfuck of emotions. <laughs> so apparently you all drink, have sex, and don't get out of your bed or room to cope with your breakup. Well, I didn't do any of those this time. What did I do, you might ask? But before we get into my gay expose, I just want to remind you, if you didn't get your answer read this week, don't worry. Just continue to follow on Instagram at Exposing My Gay and watch out for the story for the topic of each question each and every week. And just remember, the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And with that, let's hop into my gay expose and you'll find out all the reasons why I am currently single and ready to mingle. I actually set up a date with a guy on Grindr and had a birthday dinner that I was supposed to go to shortly following, but decided to squeeze in this little let's meet up for drinks date before. But the problem was, was when I met up with this guy, even though I didn't really feel like things were leading into a romantic area, I did actually realized that I was having a really great time with him. So then I text my friend Helen some bullshit excuse as to why I couldn't show up to her birthday dinner that evening, which is where I was headed shortly after. And sorry, Helen, if you're hearing this just now, you're finally going to realize that I made it up. It was a, I think I said something like I wasn't feeling well. I don't remember what the excuse was, but I just wanted to hang out with this guy, just a little bit longer. So we went bar hopping and ended up at The Lookout, which is a popular bar in the Castro district of San Francisco. And as we sat on the balcony with our drinks in hand and watched the sunset on that day, these two individuals approached us in the somewhat quiet bar on a Tuesday and basically interrupted our conversation. One was a little drunk and the other one was pretty quiet and was just kind of hanging out in the background and sort of chimed in here and there, but really didn't have a whole hell of a lot to say. 
The other one, on the other hand, was like grabbing my phone, typing in his Instagram handle. I was like, okay, this is getting just a little extra. <laughs> so we, we, meaning me and the guy that I came to the bar with, decided to call it a night and he was going to call an Uber. So we basically said our goodbyes to the two individuals and walked out of the bar that evening. And as he got into his car, I gave him a hug, made plans to possibly do it again, and began to walk home just blocks away from my residence in the Castro District of San Francisco. As I walked home, of course, I opened up my phone and logged into my grinder and to my complete and total shock. That guy, you know that guy that I just mentioned, the one that was being kind of quiet and sort of stood in the background? He messaged me on Grinder and pretty much said, oh my God, I'm so sorry my friend was so wasted. Sorry he interrupted your date, blah, 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 etc. And you guys, the rest was fucking history. That was the moment that my current ex-boyfriend, God, I hate saying that, and I started our little whirlwind romance. And two and a half years later, here we are with a kind of an unexpected but very mutually agreed upon split. So what happened? Well, first of all, I know it was the 28th of July because every single time my friend Helen's birthday pops up on (laughs) Facebook, I'm like, oh shit, it's our anniversary. That's how I celebrated it the past couple of times, but I really just chalked it up to fate. My boyfriend and I spent COVID together. We didn't have anything to do because we were on lockdown. And remember when it was like really serious at the beginning and you couldn't really go anywhere? Well, my roommate didn't want anyone over and his roommate didn't want anyone over. So therefore, we just met in the middle and like hung out outdoors, got a sandwich got a bottle of vodka, and just sat on the steps of 19th Street and, I think, Sanchez, and just watched the city view and just wondered how fucking long it was going to be before all of this COVID bullshit was over. And I'm going to be honest with you, he and I weren't exactly the most compatible couple, I think. If you are know anything about me or listen along to this show, you know that I am known to have a very big, bold, boisterous, and unapologetic, gay, overshare-esque personality. And my boyfriend, or my ex-boyfriend, I guess, he was exactly the opposite. 1,000% the opposite. Completely shy, totally, like we would go out with groups of friends, to like a bar and I would sit there and I would be like the fucking center of attention and he would just sit like next to me in the background and literally laugh when people were laughing but really didn't say anything more than that. That was the dynamic of our relationship. I was very loud and he was very shy. But honestly, I do really fervently feel that the only reason why we did stay together for so long was because that we had no choice but to bond with each other during the entire lockdown slash COVID process. So I do honestly think, based on the dynamic of our relationship, we probably would have ended things so much sooner 
if it wasn't for COVID, truth be told. Oh, so, you know, and then as this podcast continued to grow and I started obsessing over it and planning episodes and every time we would hang out, I would ask his opinion. I would, you know, chime in, let him listen to pieces before they were aired and he just wasn't interested and I couldn't figure out why. I mean, I was getting all sorts of attention People were loving my show, and the more I published, the more people started to listen, the more people started to chime in via DM, and the rest, ladies and gentlemen, is history. And as this podcast continues to grow and flourish in such a crazy and amazing way, honestly, I think my boyfriend got a little bit jealous and resentful that I was spending so much time on my baby. That was this show. And maybe taking a little bit of the focus from, I guess, our relationship and focusing it on this show and all the things that I had to develop in between. And shit, you know what? I get it. Like, he's probably 100% right. But I was so into this show. So I was having so much fun doing it. I mean, I would just bounce ideas off of him and I would just get nothing. I knew that something was off because every time I brought up the show, he just immediately shut off. Like I could just see it written all over his face. So once lockdown kind of subsided and, you know, we spent the last fucking almost year in lockdown, not working together, I had to go back to work. But that really didn't change a whole hell of a lot because he was still on unemployment And every time I didn't work or got off work, we would still hang out as much as we could. And it was fine. But then, then he had to get a job himself. And suddenly, we found ourselves with completely opposite schedules. Like almost 1,000% opposite. And our time spent together began to just fucking diminish. And as we began to maneuver through this new chapter of our lives in regards to both of us having to start working full time and me putting all of my free time into the efforts of this show, the next show that I'm working on, internet situations and writing my book, blah, 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 etc. I just found that I think subconsciously I wanted to do my work more than hang out with my then boyfriend. So, I mean, it was clear, like, we were definitely drifting apart. I kind of knew it in the back of my head. He even brought it up once, which this boy is beyond the worst communicator of all time. Like, he doesn't like to talk about anything that's remotely deep. (laughs) Like, he just shuts off and just won't talk about it, which, if you think about it, is the absolute worst person for me to be with because I want to talk about fucking everything, anytime, anywhere. And even if it has something to do with us and it's emotional and it has to do with our relationship, I want to fucking talk about it. There were so many times where I would try to talk about shit that would be happening in our relationship and he would just immediately like shut down. And having any sort of 
meaningful conversation via text with him was like a like huge miss because he just wouldn't respond. <sighs> so his birthday weekend just so happened to roll around this last week. And I kind of feel like maybe we were both waiting because we had been planning it for months for all of that to like kind of fall into play. And then once all of that was over, it just, it was time. It was time to let things go. And you know, you guys, I just want to start by saying that first and foremost, I am not, I mean, I'm upset that a two and a half year relationship ended for sure. I have nothing but love for this boy. And there's not anything that I wouldn't do for him. I would do absolutely fucking anything for him, even still. But we just weren't good together. It just wasn't working. And I think my path has a very clear direction. And that's definitely developing my brand and moving forward with the shows and my writing. And there was really no place for him in the confines of that dynamic. It just, he just didn't fit into any portion of that mold. And as harsh as that might be to actually admit out loud and actually say for the very first time out loud, I knew it was right. And I knew it was the right thing to do. And we broke things off. And we're still trying to figure out how to maneuver through this new post-relationship dynamic that we're both experiencing in this moment. I don't think either one of us really know how to deal with it because for the past fucking two and a half years, we've just always had each other. And now all of a sudden we don't. And I just needed to take a break this last week for publishing because not only did this specific thing happen, and honestly, even though I knew it was the right thing to do, I mean, you know how it is. It's a little sad I was moping a little bit. I just didn't have any drive to do any recording, any writing, anything at all whatsoever. I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. And so therefore, even though I'm so beyond fucking OCD about publishing this show each and every week on time before, like midnight, on Wednesday, every week, I just couldn't muster enough energy to even put any sort of effort to do anything this week. And the actual topic of conversation that I had planned for that week will probably be postponed to a later episode. But that's it. That's where it sits. We're not in a bad place. We still love each other, just not in a romantic way. And I feel so good about this decision to focus more on me and my brand, and just see how we can maneuver through this new friendship and just be friends and just still be a part of each other's lives and just not the way that it once was. So that's how I'm coping with things. And to be really honest with you, normally when shit like this happens to me, I just immediately go to the bottle and just self-medicate with alcohol. But I have not had one drop to drink since the fucking breakup, which is huge for me. So life lessons, learning new things, and growing as we move forward is pretty much the theme of this entire week for me. And really, 
that's it. <laughs> so I'm excited to move on, move forward, and I have my eye on a much bigger prize. So what do we learn today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, tops or bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, transgender and questioning? Well, I'd like to think we learned a whole hell of a lot. We learned how all of you out there cope in such a fucking different way with a breakup, how I cope with a breakup. And I have to say, this is actually the best I've ever done at coping with a breakup. Usually I'm a fucking hot ass mess, but I'm excited to be single and move forward and just work on myself. And if you're in this situation too, I encourage you to do the exact same thing. And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and give me a five fucking star rating. Follow on Spotify, and don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch wind of each and every episode of my Gay Expose podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram at Exposing My Gay, and stay tuned for all of the details in regards to when my website will be back and the new look, vibe, feel, and all of the bullshit that goes along with that fuckery, because <laughs> that was a whole nother cup of tea for me this week. Uh, and don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me, exposing my gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will break up with your boyfriend next time.